That's some Viking music, don't it? <laughs> yeah, gotta get it out the mud. That's the only way to win. Who am I to point the finger like I never ever seen? Been through the ups and downs like the letter in. They don't let you through the door. Better kick that again. Cause that's the only way to win. That's the only way to go. Gotta get it out the mud. Gotta get it out the flow. Cause that's the only way to go. Let's go. See. Lights out. Ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, I'm back for a third consecutive show of Shooting Lights Up. I went through the NBA Monday. I went through the men's college tournament Tuesday on yesterday. And uh, today, I have one more thing to do. That is to talk the women's NCAA tournament. And if I'm talking women's NCAA tournament, I think it's better off I don't do it by myself. See, that it is women's month. So I have to give the shine out to one personal favorite of mine who loves talking hoops whenever she can. That is the queen of hoops from 806 Sports down in the good old state of Texas, Miss Megan Price. Hello. How you doing? I'm doing really well. How are you? I am good. It is my favorite sports time of the year. I can't complain whatsoever. Same. But as I said, this is show three for me this week. Good gracious. I don't know why I do this to myself, but nevertheless. Oh, it's that it is that time of year. If I'm not actually at a game, if it's a local game, like we have a we have a D2 school here. So there's been a round of the NCAA D2 tournament here. And then Ooh. um, you know, we have high school basketball is huge in this area. So um, you know, we had the state tournaments last week. Um, it's it's busy, and I'm going to cover the Texas Tech ladies tomorrow at the NIT tournament. Texas Tech ladies. Yes. By the way, how do you feel about the NIT tournament? Um, I mean, I know a lot of people kind of down it. And I mean, obviously, it's not a chance at... I'm one of them. You know, that it's not very important. That's what they call it. But, um, you know, especially if you are a female, you're still showcasing. You still have a chance to go to the draft. And even if you're not going to be able to go to the draft, you might be able to go overseas. And this is another moment just to showcase your talents. And if it's if it's your last go around, if this is the last ball you're playing, don't you want to play one more tournament? Do I really feel like playing for planning for a participation tournament? I mean, that's, if you want one more go around, if you want one more go around, I kind of understand it. Now I, I understand why UNC didn't participate on the NIT on the guys' side of things. They've had all kinds of drama. They've had like a lot of personal problems off of the court. And so there's no point, like put the season to bed. But like with the Texas Tech ladies, I understand it. Like get the most out of your experience. See, I was in it. So, cause I was, just, I felt the same way about my guests. I'm like, yo, do not play the NIT tournament. Like, no, like <laughs> y'all underachieve in this. And then my ladies decided to join the tournament being NIT too. So I was like, yeah, let me go ahead and shut up now. I got both sides. I mean, this we especially if you're a college player and you know you're not going to the next level, like why not play in another tournament? You know, it's um, it's a, another moment, memory with your teammates, with your coaches, and especially if this is the last of the last. Yeah, go on, get out, have a good time. Well, now that I got that out the way, because I wanted to say something yesterday, but I didn't have the time to. So 
How did I got that out the way? Let's go ahead and get to the the good old order of business here. That's right. You see the logo. It's right. the women's college basketball. We got to talk about it. We got to dive into it because it is that time of year. It's the NCAA tournament. Yes, the ladies for the second year get to use the March Madness for the second year in the world. My fact, weren't you with me last year when we first started this? Yes. Um, last year was the very first year. Um, this came after the debacle of the year before being in San Antonio. We saw the workout equipment. We know the ladies were getting one hot dog for breakfast type of thing. And so after they got outed for that, um, I think they kind of gave up on holding out on the March Madness logo for just the men's. And so last year was the very first year the ladies got to use it. Smart move because last year they their tournament was actually more interesting than the men's right and you know i do think that it's we know who's going to be good every year we know who's had a chance of being a final four team but you know last year i think there was a couple of there was one upset going into the final four um other than that we kind of knew who was going to be there but and it wasn't necessarily a surprise who was going to win but the games were close by the way, before I dive into it, for the men's side, Farrah Dickerson is up by seven over Texas Southern in their first four matchup right now. In the men's okay. side, the ladies should be getting started very shortly with uh, Mississippi State and Illinois going at right. it. The Greenville region, region one. Uh, the winner of that would get the six seed Creighton. And speaking of the Greenville one region, that is the first region we're going to dive into. Okay. As you see, this is the tournament bracket. I actually like how they did this. This is actually pretty cool. I like. No, I think it, I think it explains the how it how who who's going to meet up with who and who has a chance to meet up with who. I like how it's set. Yeah. By the way, how you feel about them only doing two regions instead of the four? I, it's strange to me, um, which I mean, they're still at several different locations, so um, I'm not sure why they did it that way. But I mean, if they have a reason behind it, it's okay. I'm, I'm not always opposed to change. Okay. Let's go ahead. And by the way, shout out to the first time tournament teams here: St. Louis, Sacramento hey. State. Yeah, here's. Southeast Louisiana, and you have Southern Utah making the tournament for the first time. Right. And by the way, all yeah. four of these teams won their conference tournament. And if you don't Very believe cool. you can try to you can try to play big as well because I kept with all of it. Men's and women's. Yes. Oh yes. These are the teams here who have both the men's and the women's make the NCAA tournament. First and foremost, shout out to her. Her team, Texas Longhorns. <laughs> We're in there. <laughs> even Both though you, sides. even though you didn't do what I thought you was gonna do. Um, yeah, I know. You know what? Iowa State has some. They have more size than us, and um, you know, and they have um, what's her name's Jones, and she's just she's amazing. Shout out to them. I felt like we kind of got out coached, um, and definitely got outplayed. So, you know, Iowa State did what they were supposed to do coming in. Shout out to the Drake Bulldogs. Who else I'm looking for? Looking for the uh, Princeton Tigers. And the Vermont Commons. All three of them teams, both the men's and the women's won the conference tournament. Right. Yeah, very Texas cool. 
Texas could have been a long major team to do it, but they built short. They did. <laughs> they did. Um, you know, it, it would have been great momentum to move forward to the big tournament with, but I kind of feel like, like Kansas, like, you know, it's okay. Uh, we did lose that, but we can move forward and let's worry about the big tournament. Yeah, all right. At those streaks as of right now for the right. Tennessee, 41 consecutive tournaments. That's crazy. And then they Stanford. still they still making it without the great pet summit. They are still right. in there. And they, they have a good team this season. Um I wouldn't say a great team, but they have a good team. Stanford, I got a question about them, but I'll say when we get to that region, but 35 okay. straight for them. Uh what can you say about UConn? Ever since January when we came to head coach of UConn, UConn has been right. that team. Yeah. I, mean, I don't think there's anything you can say about that. Notre Dame 27. Uh, we got some questions about Notre Dame when we get to them, obviously. Right. Those who have been keeping up with those women's college basketball, you know the question at hand. Right. And the Bella Bears right there at 19 straight. Um, kind of surprising after Kim Mulkey left. Um, you can definitely tell it is a different team. They are coached different, but they're still a team that can pull out wins. They beat Texas at senior night just uh, like two weeks ago. So um, definitely a team that can battle. Um, they're kind of like Notre Dame. They just won't go away. <laughs> yeah. All right. Now let's get to Greenville region number one. You know who the number one overall seed is. That's no surprise. Yeah, talking, I think. <laughs> we're talking 30. We're talking 32 and 0. Right. Like, there's nothing really surprising about this one. Well, and they're really probably like 37 and 0 because they lost the SEC, SEC championship game last year um, to Kentucky. Kentucky had Ryan Howard, who would, went on to be the number one draft pick, but um, they haven't lost a game since then. So that, you know, they made their tournament run, however many games that was, I think like seven. So, um, yeah, they're they're really like 37 or no right now. Congratulations to Norfolk State. Right. The ladies made it. Unfortunately, yeah, this is where the run ends because there's no way in hell y'all beat South Carolina. <clears throat> You know, I think coming out of this region, um, there are some good teams. Arizona is kind of having a down year, but they're still a good team. Notre Dame is there. Um, Creighton is there. We know they're a good team. UCLA is a good team. Um, Oklahoma's pretty interesting. They can win some ball games. Marquette managed to make it. Um, but the one that I particularly watch out of this region, um, besides the obvious, besides the one seed, is actually the two seed, the Maryland ladies. Um, Maryland ladies are so physical. Um, all season long, I felt like if there was a team that could beat South Carolina, I thought it would be Stanford. But going into this tournament, and after what we've seen happen in the season for Stanford, which, I mean, still a very great team. Um, they have incredible amounts of depth. And that'll be the difference between Maryland and Stanford. Um, Stanford has that depth, the same depth that South Carolina has. Like Their bench is almost as good enough. They're good enough. If they were on a different team, they'd be starters wherever they were. Where uh, Maryland, they don't quite have the same depth, but they're a much more physical team. Hmm, I like the insight. See, this is why she's the queen of hoops. The insight is, is spectacular. Now, for those of you who watched me, who watched the late show up from yesterday, y'all know my brackets are not official yet. I, ain't, I will get them done in due time. 
this tournament don't start to Friday, so they would be in it. Uh, and by the way, if you are participating in the Shipping Lights Out Challenge, you might as well because $100 is up for grabs for the women's bracket and the men's bracket. So why not join? It's free money if you can outpick me, which is not, which is a, which is a hard task because it has been <laughs> proven that I know exactly what I'm doing. Um, All right, my next matchup is South Florida Marquette. Shout out to the Marquette Golden Eagles. Right. Um, I you know I think Marquette actually comes out on top on this one. This is what the six or no the eight nine matchups. He has eight Marquette. nine matchups. Okay. Um, yeah, I I actually think Marquette. It's not much of an upset, but um, I think Marquette pulls this off. And I'm leaning South Florida though. I mean, they can't they can't go back to that tournaments having a bad start. Like I no, you can't do that. I mean, it happens. It happens. Uh, I'm gonna lean South. Like I said, my bracket's not official yet, but I'm leaning South right. Florida right now. Okay. Then we got our five twelve matchup: Oklahoma versus Portland. Oklahoma ain't, ain't as Oklahoma as you may think, okay? I'm just letting right. you know that when you, you Oklahoma in the past used to be, you know, you already know you better come in ready to, to defend that long range shot. Right. Um, Oklahoma. Now, for me, when, when it comes to women's basketball, I usually watch out for OK State. Um, being local, um, they're probably like, you know, Norman is, is not that far from us, maybe four hours. Tulsa, probably about the same, maybe five. Um, so both of these teams are real local teams for me. Um, we have a lot of girls from that region, ladies from that, this region that go there. Um, Oklahoma is decent this year. They have handed out some key losses. Now, I don't think they're going to team be a team that makes an incredibly deep run, but they make it out of this round. But Portland, I can't pick you over OU. I, just, I, I can't no. pick you. I, I, no. Well, see, the women's game is actually kind of more easier to pick because I just can't – this 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 is more dominant of the team that you know. Right, right. Agree. 4-13 matchup, UCLA versus Sacramento State. Now, this one is a little tricky than what I just said because I actually watched Sacramento State win their conference tournament. Okay. They, uh, they, they can get with you now. Right. They can get with you. So UCLA might not want to walk in uh, as a full seed feeling confidence. Right. Yeah. I agree. Um, I'm still going to go UCLA. I actually have a different upset out of this region. So um, I think UCLA pulls it off, but not to discredit Sacramento State. UCLA is going to have to take them serious. Well, you know. All right. Like I said earlier, the 6-11 matchup, you have Illinois and Michigan State. They playing right now. That game is actually on ESPNU right now okay. in the first quarter. Uh, the winner of this one will get the 6 seed Creighton. And if I know anything about Creighton, I don't care if it's men's or women. They can shoot! They can. Um, I was actually impressed with this ladies' uh, Mississippi State team. Um, now they're not what we were, we are used to in the past, you know, 10 years, like Tierra McCallan, she went to, uh, Mississippi state and then, um, Mississippi state was the ones that snapped UConn's 111 game win streak. So definitely a team to watch out for. Um, I'm picking this on based on Mississippi state goes to the next round or goes is actually makes this game. I got them upset in Creighton. 
She has she has the Bulldogs taking out the Blue Jays. I do. I actually like that, by the way. I, I think they like come that. in high off of winning the game just to get into the tournament, and I think they come in strong and they, they get an upset. I like that. I think I'm going to roll with that one. Okay. I like it. All right, three fourteen. Notre Dame versus Southern Utah. And the question of the day, you already know, the point guard of Notre Dame, who will be at that position? Right. Um, this is a team that has had their two best players take down knee injuries, um, season-ending knee injuries. Um, like if, especially the Mabry chick, um, she, her sister played for my wings for five years. Now she's over in Chicago. Um, both of these players play exactly the same. So while I do think Notre Dame is able to beat Southern Utah, I don't know how deep they go into the tournament. Um, I don't without know. If they, a, I don't think they team. Yeah. Without Olivia Miles. That's a whole different team. And but you know team, what? They still won ball games without her at the end of the season. Man. So I, you know, I think Notre Dame is a team that's really well coached. And you know me, I say this all the time: coaching matters. Um, and their coach is awesome. So I, I do think they she can oh, get Miss, them. Oh, Mrs. Ivy, no, oh, oh, oh yeah, you. no, she's awesome. I think she can coach them to the next game. Like I, I have them getting out of this game, this matchup, but I don't know about the next one. For those of you who watch the NBA, uh, one of the rookies, Jaden Ivey for the Detroit Pistons, he learned the game from his mom. Now, dad, the mom, mm-hmm. the mom can help. Okay, she knows what she's doing. So, oh yeah, I want to give her the benefit of the doubt to get past Southern Utah, but I just don't like what I saw down the stretch because they couldn't put up points like they used to. It was kind of right. concerning for me. It is, you know, they were still able, like I said, they were still able to win some ball games. Um, it, it's going to matter. Depth is going to matter in the big tournament, though. Um, I, like I said, I think this matchup, they're good. Come next matchup, they have a different story. Like they're either going to have to play Creighton or Mississippi State, in my opinion. And um, I don't see them getting past either one of those teams. So now we're going to go down to the seven ten matchup. Is always the trickiest one, right? Arizona versus West Virginia. West Virginia is a sneaky team. They are a sneak team. Um, it's a sneaky team right there. I'm going to go ahead and go with Arizona, though. Um, I think they come in with a chip on their shoulders. This is a team that two seasons ago was a Final Four team. Um, you still have an amazing coach at the head over there in Ada. Um, so I, I'm going Arizona. I'm leaning. I'm leaning. I'm leaning. Press Virginia. Something about something about that sneaky West Virginia team. It's just something about them that makes me want to go. You know, Arizona might be walking into a trap, and it's gonna get sprung on them. It it very well could happen. Um, like you said, this I always feel like this is a tough matchup. Besides the eight and the nine, the seven and the ten is always a really tough matchup as well. Um, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if West Virginia takes it, but I'm taking Arizona. And then that brings us to Maryland and Holy Cross for the two fifteen matchup. Holy Cross, great season, very tremendous season, but it is Maryland we're talking about here. 
Now, it, normally, if I saw a Catholic school in a bracket, I would have them at least getting one upset. Um, but in this region, I just can't see it. Um, man, Maryland's a much tougher team than I think a lot of people give them credit for. They are a team that was supposed to be in a rebuild. And then here they are. They were ranked number six going into this tournament. And, you know, they're a two seed. Like, they're they're tough. They're really tough. It's one of those prime examples, in my opinion, where defense wins championships. Like they have a lot of offense or they have a lot of offense that's created from the way that they play defense. So there's going to be turnovers. Um, Holy Cross isn't going to put up a ton of points. I don't believe no. That is the first round of the Green Bay region. We're going to take a break, come back. We're going to head over to the other Green Bay region, Green Bay region number two, once we come back. The Playmakers Bar is probably to announce that it lettered a partnership deal with Paramount Plus. Paramount Plus. Stream live sports from any device that you have, whether it is your computer, laptop, or even your cellular device. Catch breaking news live when it happens and enjoy a mountain of entertainment from movies to shows to whatever you love doing. Paramount Plus. Plan starts at $4.99 a month, but right now, you can get a free trial. Just hit that link below with the Playmakers blog and start your free trial right now. Paramount Plus, Mountains of the Entertainment. Hey, shout out to Paramount Plus. If you haven't, you better get it because with the tournament starting, you might want to get that free week of uh, Paramount Plus. Oh, yes. Just to get you some games, okay? Just letting you know. All right. Definitely. We did Greenville 1. We're going to Greenville 2. Number one seed in that region. Indiana Hoosiers. Uh, that is a team that I think there is, for me, is a lot of question marks. Um, I think their region is kind of soft. Um, and so their regular season schedule, um, I, I think, is a little bit of a cakewalk. So I was... I wasn't surprised by the number one seed because where they were in the rankings, but... I, they might be a fraudulent number one. Ooh. The second team to get the number one is a fraudulent one. Nice. All right. They will get the winner of the Tennessee Tech and Monmouth game. That is the – that game takes place tomorrow. Let's see. Look at my phone here. That is tomorrow, 9 p.m. on ESPN2. So – um, I think regardless of who they play, they make it to the next um, the next game, the next matchup. Um, they are a good team, um, and, I, and I say this a lot. They're a good team, but the, to me, they just don't stick out as somebody that has, like, a great team. Like, you see that they just have special chemistry like that. Now, they are lights out shooting. Um, they, they can put some points up on you. So I, I think this first game, whoever they play, I think this matchup's going to – it's going to be very outweighed. Like, they're definitely going to put up a lot of points. Here's on my it. thing, though, to kind of buffer your point. Not intentionally, though. It's if okay. they play Tennessee Tech, they might find themselves in a battle for about three quarters. I'll watch okay. Tennessee Tech. And, and, I, and, I hope and so. Tennessee Tech got some feisty girls. So okay. That, I don't know a whole lot about Tennessee Tech. I'll be honest. Um, the games that I've watched out of these, 
is Indiana. And so for me, I mean, and that maybe that is possible. Maybe they are, they can't, might be able to upset Indiana because that would kind of coincide with what I had to say that I don't think Indiana should have been a number one seed or not that they got it unfairly, but I just think that they're overrated. I'm going to come back to that. I'm going to come back to that because my question was about a number one seed, but it wasn't even yet. Eight, nine matchup, Oklahoma State and the Miami Hurricanes. Good gracious, this is true. Oh, Lord have mercy. This is a tough matchup. Um, I'm going to go OK State just because I feel like their program just has a rich history in women's basketball. So um, not to say that Miami doesn't, but I saw Oklahoma State, once again, um, hand out key losses this season. And so while they're um, an eight seed, I think they are a team that um, has some bright spots. Um, uh, this is the part of the show that I have to include my Florida girls in this one. Because if I remember, cor- if I I remember correctly, my ladies dropped off to about a 12 nothing record. They weren't the only ones. Florida State was off to a good start. Miami was off to right. a good start. What the <laughs> hell happened to my Florida for my to my Florida teams? Uh, it's it's been one of those seasons. <laughs> Florida's not in the tournament. I don't remember seeing Florida right. State in the tournament. Miami is a nine seed. South Florida is a what? Nine seed as well. What? Yes. This Florida school was off to like undefeated starts. I was like, oh, so we pick up for where we left up last year. Great. Right. What right. Else? Um, you know, and it was the opposite for me. My my team had a rough start because our point guard was injured for a while. And then um and then our one of our forwards tore her knee up in the first part of the season. And then we got better in the second half of the season. So um it just it's a long season. Um, you know, a, a season where they play 27 games. Like, it's it's a long season for them. Like, unfortunately, I got to agree with the Queen of Hills. I got to go OK State because I don't know what happened to Miami. <laughs> now, in the next matchup, I'm actually going with the Florida team. Like, I'm trying to figure out what happened with my, But, you know, ooh, is that? That's the 5-4 matchup. We have the winners. He's Winners yes. of the Pac-12, the Krugers of Washington State, and they, yeah, um, they did, they did get that, but um, and I, you know, I think Pac-12 is the toughest conference in women's basketball. Their regular season, their conference play is just tough. But um, Florida Gulf Coast, if you remember last year, they made it in. Um, they had Kirsten Bell, who plays for the Vegas Aces. Um, they have a, a program over there that is a bas- women's basketball school for sure. Um, if there's anybody that I feel like can come in the tournament and hand out an upset, it's Florida Gulf Coast for sure. Um, now, not to say that Washington State is a bad team. They're a good team. They're a really good team. They're just in a, t- a really tough conference. But uh, Florida Gulf Coast, what do they have? Three losses? They two are- losses? Let's see here. What's the word? 32 and 3. And and those saying. of you who watched yesterday, so y'all know how I feel about teams that win 30 plus games. I don't take those lightly. You don't win 30 games for no right. reason. Right, exactly. It doesn't matter what conference you're in. 
You take that serious. And another thing that I take serious is a team like Washington State, who basically came out of nowhere and took the Pac-12. Your beloved Stanford Cardinals was a one of the victims. I know. You said <laughs> they're not my team because I'm I'm not a team hopper. They're not my team. She um, knows why I said that. But she knows I, why I said that. I love. I love Haley Jones. <laughs> I mean, I love the whole program over there at Stanford. I mean, you have a, an amazing coach, um, tons of good players over there, but I'm a huge Haley Jones I had Jones to make y'all went tripping. Like, hold on. Did I really just, hold on, Washington State? Hold on, did I look at the right one? Yeah. No, I'm, you know who know went to Washington State? Kelsey Plum went to Washington no, State. I'm like, yeah, no, I ain't got that wrong. Hmm. Good gracious. I, oh Lord, they're gonna kill me for this. But I'ma roll with the hot team. I'ma okay. roll with the hot team. I might change it later because I still got the Friday. <laughs> but watch it. I mean, when you win the when you win that conference tournament the way they did, they can't remember Kentucky did the same thing last year because nobody expected them to knock off. Matter of fact, first of all, anybody expect Kentucky to get that far. And second, they ain't expect them to knock off South Carolina. Same thing with Washington State. Nobody expected them to get that far and to win the whole thing. So I'm gonna rip the hot hand on that one. Okay, I get it. And speaking of hot hands, a team that I wish they was hot, but they had to run the UConn twice in like the last three games. <laughs> the Villanova number one gets us your four seed taking on Cleveland State. That's the ooh, yes, that is a tough matchup um, for Villanova. Um, and it is a it is a high pressure year for the ladies because the guys didn't get in, so um, you know one of the blue blood teams didn't get in. Um, it, it's feeling it's a rebuild over there for them, new coach on the men's side of things, and so the women's side of things like all eyes on them, all the pressures on them, and I think that that sets you up sometimes for an upset. I ain't doing it. I'm going. Um, I'm, not I'm, picking, I'm not picking clean. But they are a tough team. Cleveland State, I seen y'all. Y'all are very tough team. Y'all might battle. But some of the fact that they got they behind smoke by UConn again might be a problem. And that's the last time we saw them and them getting smoked by UConn again. Right. So I don't think you want to be Cleveland State coming into this game because I think Villanova going to have something to prove. Mm-mm-mm. Well... I'm going to roll with Villanova, but um, I definitely have this game circled. Like, you want to keep an eye out on this game. That brings me to our 6 11 matchup Michigan and UNLV. It's been um, a long, a very long time since you can say UNLV for women's. Right. Yeah. Now, if we were on the guys' side of things, I probably would pick UNLV um, for the upset, but I think I'm going to go with Michigan on this one. Oh, yeah. I'm going Michigan. Yeah, I'm gonna go a solid Michigan on that, and I'm gonna go a solid this one too because uh, my 13 14 matchup is other. You versus Hawaii, shout out to Hawaii when Big West, which I didn't see coming, but yeah, a tough, tough draw for your first uh matchup. LSU is a hot team, they were um, they were a number two team, they've fallen, but they're still a top 10 team. Um, they have the number one transfer in this season in Angel Reese. And then her supporting cast is awesome. So, I um, mean, and you have an amazing coach at the head of things over there. So, LSU. They, definitely- had to learn. They, they had to learn. 
from South Carolina. There's levels to this, okay? There's levels to this. Oh, no, no. Yeah, there's there's tiers. Like, they had to, and I said that about LSU as well. Like, they are a, I want to say a great team, but they're not quite the same as South Carolina. So they had to. They had to learn. They had to learn. They had to learn. They had to learn. There's a time and place for trash talk. Um, Now, a team team who had a down year, in my opinion, as they they seventh Mm -hmm. seed in this region, I don't like they match up. Trust me, I love NC State. I like the coach. I love their program. Right, same. You got Princeton from the Ivy League. Yeah, um, Princeton is an interesting team. Um, Not necessarily known for their basketball program, but a team that really scratched and clawed their way into it this year. Um, They had to, they had to get some real wins out there, not just their Ivy League conference. Like they had to go out and get some real wins, and for them to even be considered a ten seed here. So um, I'm going Princeton. Seven ten upset. She's going Princeton. I think she's rigging my mind because uh, I say this. I say when I talk about the men's, I say with the ladies. Just because it's called the Ivy League, don't think they're just book smart. Right. Don't think they're just book smart. They take that smartness, absolutely, they that and they apply it to the game of basketball. Absolutely. Oh, and by so. the way, they make sure they have shooters too. So that's even more problematic. They smart yes. and they can shoot. I'm a, I'm like I'm leaning Princeton, unfortunately, okay. to this dismay of NC State. Two fifteen, Utah and Gardner Webb. I think Gardner Webb would keep this close for at least a half, but Utah's gonna pull away. Right. Utah's gonna pull away. Utah's a two seed. Um, they are a good team, and they're a good team in the best conference in women's basketball. So, I think they're a team to be taken very seriously. Um, Utah. I, I'm not down in Gardner Webb, but Utah is a very. I'm giving them a half because Utah, you, you, Utah, a little scrappy, but you know it, it is Utah. By the way, I'm just saying, like, not to sound like Steve Nixon, but it is Utah. Right. All right. There's a great. The entire Greenfield bracket has been gone through. Take a break. Then we gonna head to the Pacific Northwest. Let me go. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another edition of Into the Net FC. Killing Mbappe just all of a sudden finally understood his role, and I think he finally understood that everything Killing Mbappe has accomplished already, you know, there is still a hell of a lot waiting for him in the future. Killing Mbappe is only 24 years old. He has accomplished so much, and you know what? Kylian Mbappe has not even reached his prime. Finally seeing, you know, the Marcus Rashford we have been hoping for for such a long time, you know. But, you know, this game, you know, after after everything Manchester United has been, you know, doing lately, you know, th- this was actually the ultimate test, you know, to see if Manchester United, you know, all, honestly was all of a sudden for real. I, I explained this. The United States, maybe they have to suffer this loss as a lesson to learn to prepare for the future. Because four years from now, the World Cup is in not one, not two, but three countries. The United States of America, Canada, and Mexico. Into the NetFC is available on all streaming platforms, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, and YouTube. 
All right, welcome back to Shooting Lights Out with your boy, the playmaker here and down here in good old Florida. What do my special guest, the queen of who's making price out there in Texas? Shout out to the Bear Man, by the way. Keeping up with the soccer coverage. So if you love soccer, he's the one. Oh, yes, definitely. I love soccer. We we follow each other. All right, we we finished down south. Now we got to go to the Pacific Northwest. Seattle 3 and the Seeding that region is the hottest team in the country outside of South Carolina. So Virginia Tech Hokies. Right. Um, yeah, I I'm taking Virginia Tech in this matchup, but another team that I have kind of a question mark on the number one seed. Um, they did in the end of the season, they did show out. So, you know, I don't want to say that they didn't earn it by any means, but um, it's still just a question mark for me. Um, so, you know, when we get to a couple of the other matchups, I'll talk about the, the teams that I think are really strong in this region. I, mean, them, them, I, I did not expect them to beat Louisville the way that they did. I'm right. Like, this is Virginia Tech. Louisville's, Louisville had a really off. They have, off but I'm like, this is Virginia Tech. I've never seen Virginia Tech ladies play like this. Never. Right. Yeah. No, I I agree. They ran through the ACC tournament, no problem. They did. So we'll I see how they do I think that's the reason why they got the number one seed. They just ran through the whole tournament. Like, wait a minute. Where did this come from? Yeah, they did. And the way they, like I said, the way they ended their season, um, you know, definitely on a, a super high note. So no knock to them. But I still, like, this is a team that I have a question mark to, like, um, do they have that experience in the NCAA tournament in deep runs like that? That Chattanooga, y'all, y'all go home. I'm sorry. Y'all, y'all yeah. Home. Congratulations on making the tournament. That team is hot. All right. My <laughs> eight nine matchup. Okay. USC. Um, USC yeah, those. There. I am going South Dakota. Oh, he's reading my mind here. Exactly yeah, where I'm hitting it. Yeah, that is a basketball area, like um, especially a women's basketball area. You, you probably don't know it to think, or you wouldn't think it, um, but you know Becky Hammond is from that region. Now she didn't play college there, but she is from that region, um, and they're known for girls basketball. So I, I'm going South Dakota USC, State. USC, y'all picked the wrong time to have a down year, and y'all got to play the South Dakota State. Right. I don't like y'all chances. Right. Mm-mm, them jackrabbits. Mm-mm. Nope. Right. I, I learned my lesson. <laughs> Speaking of a team that's on a roll, the Big 12 champions, mm. the Cyclones of Iowa State. And they Ooh, get the um, well, champions up to lead to the Rockets. And I don't care. I'm thinking right. Iowa State. When you, when you can beat Texas the way yeah. Iowa State did, I'm taking you seriously. You know, the biggest thing that I saw out of that game, besides the the size matchup, you know, like we were really off. We're not a very tall team. We're not a very big team. Um, they are a defensive team as well. Um, they shut our guard down. I think she had maybe four points. Um, so for – and our guard is hot. She's such a good, a good three-point shooter. Um, I was very impressed with, the, I mean, the Iowa State. I mean, I was really sad for my own team, but I was very impressed by what mm-hmm. Iowa State did. Nope, I can't do it. Sorry to Leo. They, the men's and the ladies can clamp down, which is crazy. <laughs> right. Both teams ranked number one in defense in the Big 12. What does that tell you? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. No, can't do it. 
Jaguars. Oh, hi. Uh, speaking of, nope, let me go back. Uh, 6 11 matchup. No, I'm skipping that. Oh, wait a minute. 4 13. Tennessee versus St. Louis. Yes. Hmm. I'm going to pick Tennessee. Mm, I got to go with the Tennessee I'm ladies. Tennessee. Yeah. Um, uh, I'm not too confident in that pick, though. No. Um, uh, I'm taking I'm taking Tennessee. I think that you know they the way they ended their season, you could tell tell that they kind of petered out a little bit, but they had a great start to the season, and it just kind of depends on the energy they go have going into this matchup. But um, I, I see them going to the next round. Uh, I'm gonna pick Tennessee. Uh, I ain't too confident in it. Messing right. around and Tennessee decides not to show up. The St. Louis ladies can and do know how to put the ball in the bucket at great lengths. They can. So um, this ain't the game for the Tennessee the lady volunteers to take a day off. I need them focus, okay? <laughs> I don't need right. the volunteers to be a first round exit. Matter of fact, that's probably the only time you will hear anything good come come out of me when it comes to the Tennessee University because I actually love the lady program. Outside of that, I can't stand y'all. Okay. <laughs> now I'm gonna get to my sister eleven matchup. Speaking of a team that uh has pressure on them, uh they, that would be the North Carolina Tar Heels. And they get right. the winner of Purdue or St. John, which I don't like either one of those matches for North Carolina, if I'm being honest. Yeah, I think that they play St. John's. Um, but I have St. John's winning this coming out of this round. Um, North Carolina started their season off hot. They were as high ranked, I think, as fifth or sixth. Um, and they they had an incredible start to the season. And then they just fizzled out. So, um, and St. John's is a basketball school, as we know. So, um, I, I think those ladies come out on top. Um, ladies. Yeah, I have you. I hope y'all understand the enormous pressure that is on y'all. Mm. But you see what the men just went through, right? And trust me, I ain't the only one that's giving them hell. There's more hell coming to the right. North Carolina men and Hubert Davis. Yes. Y'all still rocking the Teal Hill Blue Lady, so I don't like either matchup either way. But right. I'm gonna trust y'all on this one and go in North Carolina. Okay. Yeah, I gotta bring something back to Chapel Hill. Right. Hopefully it's not a first round exit, but uh that's what I have them. <laughs> that's what but I have them going. First on. round exit, Chapel Hill Chapel Hill might burn. The what? men the men the men made history in the worst kind of way. <laughs> They don't need right. the ladies to be bounced out the first round, but in a six eleven upset. I don't know. I like you said. I don't like that matchup either. One of I them don't. for them. So I, I, don't. I, I don't like UNC going to the next round. Uh, a matchup I actually don't like. That is the three fourteen matchup between Ohio State and James Madison because I got to pick Ohio State. Agreed. Um, I am taking Ohio State as well. This is a team that was ranked high this season as well um, and then fell some towards the end of the season. But I don't see them having a problem with James Madison. 
Now, this was the men's side two years ago with the current Bermont team and team that won the championship two years ago with Baylor. I would love to see that matchup, but it is not. They're not. Um, I'm still going to take the Baylor ladies to come out on top. Um, I, I, I have seen them play. We play them in the Big 12, so we've had to play them all, se- all season long. Um, they're still a tough team. They're not that team that won the championship a few years back, but they're still a tough team. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. You're taking I'm Alabama? Taking I'm going to do it. I'm going to take Bama. Okay. I'm going to take Bama. <laughs> it's just one of the – I'm going. It's going to be a good matchup. One of them, whatever was going on, something's something is something's in the water in Alabama now because it's not just football anymore. It is spread out the softball, the baseball, the basketball. The greatness is starting to spread across Tuscaloosa. Okay, I'm gonna take Bama and two fifteen UConn versus Vermont. Um, I, we know that that's a tough team. I'm going UConn, um, despite injuries and the fact that Azzy, I think she's back. She's um, back. Foot yeah. is back. That's a problem. Yeah. So it's a problem. Yeah. They're going to the next round. <laughs> You've seen what their team looked like without Foot, and they still don't got Paige right. Becker back in. She'll be back next year. Yeah, she'll be back next year. Oh, my. I'm, you know. We'll be back. We'll be back. The Playmakers blog is proudly to announce that it is sponsored by Fanatics. Fanatics, where you can get all your official license, sports gear, memorabilia, whether it's for the National Football League, the National Basketball Association, Major League Baseball, National Hockey League, or even International Soccer League, or even college sports. So whip your team, whip the hardware, get comfortable, because Fanatics is the way to go, where sports fans shop and official license everything. No better time to get your sports gear than now for March Madness. Indeed. Oh, this region, this region gives me anxiety. Oh, just I'm, good. I'm about to give you more anxiety because we in the South Region Four. <laughs> this is where my question about the one C comes into play. Right, because right. That, that one C is the team that you like, okay? But the team I was looking at to snatch yeah. the one C is that team down at the bottom right, number two, right there. Oh, for sure. I was for looking sure. at Iowa to snatch that fourth number one C. So them girls, led by uh, Caitlin Clark, by the way, they are right. rolling. They are. Um, I when we get down to that matchup, I'll talk about Iowa. Um, I, I I do think that I mean, obviously, she for me, she's National Player of the Year, um, Caitlin Clark. Um, I, my question marks come on her supporting cast because there are some games that they just don't show up. Now, Caitlin's still going to probably drop half the points from her team on you. So, um, I mean, she, you can't Why can't the triple-double at that, too? Why can't the triple-double at that, too? Because Oh, yeah. No, she's going to get a triple-double on you. You're not going to contain her. The the 
the the way to beat Iowa is you have to shut down the others. If they can shut down the others, I mean, she can have 50 points. 50 points isn't going to win you the ball game. No, so what she's saying is she can score 50, but if she gets 11 assists, you're done. Right, right. Absolutely so. Well, that first matchup, um, regardless of who they play, Stanford's going to the next next year. I'm going to say this. I'm going to say this to make Miss Price smile. (laughs) Stanford. (laughs) Y'all are the number one seed. To me... I, it's to, not to, to, to me, <laughs> I don't think y'all deserve the number one seat. But the committee said y'all did enough to get the number one seat. So you know what I need y'all to do? I don't care if it's Southerner. I don't care if it's Sacred Heart. I'm going to need y'all to come out here and remind people the reason why you was the number two team in the country at the start of the season. Right. That's what I'm going to need for y'all to do. Because y'all been slipping. You come out, you bust whoever you play in the first round, I feel good. Until now, I have some questions. Speaking of questions, I nine matches a question mark for me, too. Goddamn. Old Miss versus Gonzaga. Oh, yeah. Um, That's a tough matchup right there. Um, I'm going to go... I think I'm gonna go Gonzaga. Mm, I'm gonna go Miss. I'm gonna go Miss. Um, I think I think Gonzaga has a chance on the men's side of things of leaving the tournament really early. Um, I, I think the ladies can at least get out of this matchup. I'm gonna go Miss. I'm gonna I'm I'm trust. I'm gonna trust the coach over there. She gonna she gonna get it done. She's okay. gonna get it done. I just gotta do it. Okay. Ah. Is that my 5-12 matchup featuring uh, Louisville and Drake? Ooh, um, this has upset written all over it to me. Um, Louisville has been shaky all season, which don't get me wrong, I love Haley Van Lith. I'm a huge fan of hers. Um, she went on and played for the, the Team USA 3-on-3 this past summer, and she is a – beast of a player like she just has dog mentality and i love her but um drake is an interesting team i I think they're a team that might be undervalued and i I see them getting upset here haley please don't get upset by drake um i got a feeling (laughs) i don't need louisville growing up in the first round (laughs) i don't i like watching louisville play do not get caught by Drake because he everything she said is right. Drake right. is They're an interesting slipping. Don't get caught. They are, there's there's some shooters for sure over there on Drake. Please don't get caught by the Missouri Valley Champions. Please don't. Got a team over there along with the men. They are no slouches, okay? So come right. in and ready to fight. Uh, speaking of ready to fight, <clears throat> uh, is, I do see your Longhorns there. Right, Texas fight. And somehow, someway, I don't know how, but the American champions got a 13 seed. 13 seed. Right. Um, you know, East Carolina, congratulations on making it to the tournament. You're losing in the first round. 
Um, I think the Texas team is they're injured. Um, we we have we're at one player at least, um, and possibly two. Um, so we'll see kind of going into this matchup what it's going to look like. But um, I don't see Texas having a problem. Um, plus, you know, our coach is on one of the finalists for National Coach of the Year. So I think it depends on this tournament run. But um, Texas is going to the next round. Um, Mr. Eric Wilson, Mr. The, 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 the new uh, news anchor, uh, mm -hmm. Mike Caratanudo, John Shear. Mm -hmm. Uh, Ray Lynn, am I missing anybody that I need to put out here? Um, Ty, Ty Ty Ray. Ray. Yeah. I think at the end of the third quarter, we might need to check on our good sister here, Miss Megan Price. Oh, no, you're taking East Carolina? I don't see them running away with this one. Says they're going to have to fight their butt off on this one. So we might have to check on her by the end of the third quarter just to make sure she's still breathing because they Texas is in a dog fight going into the fourth quarter. Oh, this whole this whole region right here is going to be tough to get out of. Um, there's several teams that are really good. Um, Texas is a really good team. I don't think we're a great team right now, but our I think our coach gets us to the next I'm round. Saying, I don't. I'm gonna pick your Longhorns, but. I don't, I don't, I don't think it's going to be a smooth sailing one at that. No, I don't, you know, we've made it to the elite eight two years in a row. Um, I don't know if we make it that far this now, year. Now a team that I do feel bad for, that would be the CC Colorado. Oh yeah. Cause they can beat by middle Tennessee. <laughs> she just said it right over. They are getting beat by Middle Tennessee. Middle Tennessee made it into the rankings in the last couple of weeks, and they're the number 25 team in the nation. Yeah, they lose. That team I feel bad for because mm, they gave y'all Middle Tennessee. Oh, my gosh. Um, yeah, I'm on with the Queen of on this one, the Blue, Blue, Blue Raiders. Moving on. Blue Raiders. Yeah, Middle Tennessee. And then we have the Duke Blue Devils versus Iona. Shout out to Iona, by the way, making the tournament. Right. Oh, yeah. For making the tournament. Um, Duke is another team that might be undervalued. They um, even though I mean, they're, they're the higher seed. Don't get me wrong. So it's not like it would be an upset. But I don't think people were really paying attention to Duke as much just because of all the drama that happened with the Florida State game. Um, but this is a team that is led by Kara Lawson. Um, she is fierce. We saw her over there coaching with the Boston Celtics, um, somebody that demands greatness and just complete and total mental toughness. I I got the blue I'm, 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 I'm glad you brought up Carol Lawson, Hall of Famer, even though she's not in this, but, she, but yeah. she's oh, yeah. I don't care what y'all say. Um, look here. Right. I'm going to give y'all the same talk that I gave to that number one seat up there. Because right. the reason why you didn't get the number one seed in your conference tournament because you let North Carolina come back on you, down twenty to win right. the game, and Karen indoors, and you only put up forty-four points. Really? Right. A new team not getting the fifty. Not getting. That's a problem. That's a problem. Right. And then you didn't show up for the AC, ACC tournament like I thought you would because you got ran out the building. True. So, um, I'm gonna need the blue bells and this party ones. I'm gonna say anything good about the Duke blue bells. I can care because I really don't want to say anything good about the Duke blue bells. But ladies, I'm gonna need y'all to show up right. on this one, okay? Handle your business against Iona I... and move on. Yeah, I'm not a Duke fan, but I do like Kara. Now, 
this is where uh, every venom, poison, everything you can bad you can think of me being a Gator fan is all into this mess. Not you. Uh, right. Florida State Summer as a seven seed, taking on the Georgia Bulldogs as the ten seed. Um, this one's hard to pick. I think it could go either way easily. Um, and I wouldn't be surprised by either result. Um, this is going to be a game that comes down to probably the la very last possession. And I really think it could go either way, but I'm going to go Florida State. Do I have to pick? Uh, yes. Do I really <laughs> have to pick? Because you know who You know who you Ugh. have to pick. It don't even matter which good. I lose either way. There's no win for me <laughs> in this one. I can't stand either one of y'all. And it made it worse. Diamond Battle, who was supposed to be at UCS, he decided to leave and go to Georgia out of all places. Indeed. <laughs> I can't believe I ordered those missiles out right now on basketball season. And then we get to our final matchup of this one. It is that team that I said should have been in the more seed. The Big Ten champions led by Megan Price's National Player of the Year, Caitlin Cart. Yeah. And they will face off against Southeastern Louisiana. Let me just go ahead and say Caitlin um, goes for at least 25, 10, and 12. Right. Um, yeah, I agree. I'm just going to go ahead and check Iowa. Definitely. I actually think um, I think Iowa makes it to the Elite Eight, and they play Stanford in the Elite Eight game. Ooh, one versus two was Seattle Fourth Region. Interesting. Interesting. I like it. So that's the Four reasons right here. Yes. And this is how they break down by conferences. The leading conference, the ACC with eight teams. Big 10, Pat 12, and SEC top seven. Big 12 with six. Big East five. The American two. I'm over the West Coast with two. And yet, somehow, someway, the ACC would not win the national championship. I'm sorry. <laughs> Y'all have eight chances, and you yeah. still ain't going to win it. That's funny. I don't think they're winning either. I, I, it's Pac-12 team, probably. I'm just saying. <laughs> to be honest, I think it's come out of the SEC, and you know why, because uh, – Well, yeah. Um, I mean, to win it all, but as far as making it, you know, mm -hmm. the, most team, the most teams to the furthest, I say the Pac-12 probably has more teams in the final stages than anybody else. But, yeah, of course, I think. South Carolina is on the road to a repeat. I'm just throwing that out there. I'm just throwing that out there. <laughs> These are the first four as right now. As I'm going to get this update real quick. And Megan Price already said she has the Bulldogs of Mississippi State from the SEC taking down Illinois. Mm -hmm. As of right now, 31 30 Bulldogs at halftime. So that means Megan Price okay. and myself get to catch the second half of this game. After that, you have Southern and Sacred Heart coming at them at 9. Then tomorrow, Purdue and St. John's kicks it off. 
followed by Tennessee Tech and Monmouth. So after that, all right. After that, we'll get to Fridays, and this is the list from Friday. Your first game on the docket: Marquette versus South Florida, and then you end it with Gonzaga and Ole Miss. Busy couple of days ahead. We will be in front of our TVs and all our screens, probably four or five games at a time. She's going to be busy. I'm actually thinking about stepping out. Yeah. I might be at a bar. I get it. Hey, okay. why not? Catch all the games, all the screens. Yeah. So this is the this is your okay. time zone. We're kicking things off at 11.30 a.m. for the women's. Men's get started all around about 12.15 tomorrow, so. But this is Friday, and then Saturday, the winner of the Tennessee Mama game will start it off against Indiana. So, so we coming out the gate, trying to figure out what how what what Indiana team gonna look like Saturday morning. Right. We gonna start there, we and then we'll finish it off with Sacramento State and UCLA. Wow. So we get. Oh, and the, te- the Texas game is late. So too. we get started with the team we got in question, and then we go finish with the team that we got in question. Great. <laughs> I like it. I like it. You gotta, yeah, you just gotta love how they schedule this stuff out. Definitely. So that's your games right there, ladies and gentlemen. So as we get ready to close out here, Megan Price, you get final words. All right. Well, um, when it comes to the women's tournament, I say even if you don't have a team that you really that you pull for, man, just just pick one. Enjoy the tournament. Um, this is a tournament that I felt like over the last two seasons, it was a little more competitive than the guys, um, especially the championship games. Um, and, you know, I just it's a women's basketball is the way to my heart. So um, it is one of those where I feel like if you can, if you're a real fan of the game, then you'll love this tournament. And um, anytime you can talk about women's basketball, let somebody know. Ladies and gentlemen, like I said earlier, shooting lights out challenge is up and running. If you want to shout at $100, we can do the men's or you can do the women's. So you want to shout at $200, do both. And see, you can now pick me and both of them. And if you do, you win the prize. So links will be in the show notes. So there you go. The men's officially get started tomorrow. And it's going to be fun. The ladies officially get started on Friday. So let's get ready. The madness is about to commence. And if you didn't know, if you ain't watching none of the first four games on the men's side yesterday, oh, the madness is on the way. Trust me. Definitely. Thank you, Megan Price, for joining me today. And y'all have fun making brackets. And let's see who comes out of top. I'll catch y'all next week to recap what took place in the first, second, and second round of both tournaments as we preview the round of Sweet 16 Elite Eight. Catch y'all later. Good. You've done great. But you can't stop here. You can't stop now. You gotta keep going. Through all your trials and your tribulations, you gotta keep pushing. Now, finish your campaign. Yeah, gotta get it out the mud, that's the only way to win. Who am I to point the finger like I never ever seen? Been through the ups and downs like the letter in. They don't let you through the dope, better kick that again. Cause that's the only way to win. 
Thank you for tuning in today's episode. If you want to follow the podcast, you can follow it on all streaming platforms, including Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and a whole lot more. This has been Shooting the Lights Out. Masterpiece.